Hello, dear listener. Thank you for downloading, streaming, and listening to the Spooky Doings podcast. My name is Rick Guzman. I'm an improv comedian from New York uh, who gets on a computer and talks about stuff with wonderful people that I love. Uh, unfortunately, Chelsea's not joining us today because of some last-minute uh, things. But that's all right, because we have, back on the show, our wonderful, reluctant shark film experts, or <laughs> correspondents, rather. <laughs> they are spooky doing performers. And they are cute, loving people. We've got Dr. Tom Rizzuto <laughs> and hey. his lovely ride, Jennifer Anderson, on the show today to talk about the Meg to the Trench. How's by you? <laughs> oh, just grand. I think that's the first time I've ever been called a cute, lovely person or a cute, loving person. That's nice. Well, you are. I've noticed it. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm, I'm back talking about sharks, talking about big sharks. Uh, I I am not. Mega sharks. You know, I'm a, I am a fan of the Meg franchise. Uh, that uh, I think that uh, this second one was like there's I have so much to say. I I think that uh, what's his name, um, the 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 guy who plays Jonas, Jason Statham. Yeah, Jason Statham. Jason Statham. Yeah. He's a he's a he's a good action star. Uh, he he's uh, he brings a lot of heart to to things. Um. Overall, I think that the movie was dumb. <laughs> but, uh, it, you're, you're not wrong. Yeah, but I, I'm not. I'm not opposed to dumb movies. Yeah. You know? Well, what I spoilers? You know, there's so many spoilers to, to get. We're, we're we're gonna get into all this. Let's start at the yeah. beginning, if if we may. Right. Uh, some sixty-five million years ago, as things are quite lizardy on a beach, this is actually one of the few instances that the book resembles the novel that it's uh titled for <laughs> the book opens with a like scene where it's like and there's a lizard then it gets eaten by another lizard and then whoa it's a shark yes where where a meg eats a t-rex yes dumb uh, um, that was that was my honestly my favorite part <laughs> That was my favorite part of the whole thing. <laughs> okay, what, what, why, why, why is it? What, what, why, why was that your favorite? I, I just because you always, I don't know. That's it's just a, it's a nice context. It's a nice opener, you know, for for the movie and for you know we always we kind of view T Rexes as like you know indestructible or indefeatable, and so having this gigantic fucking shark come out of the water and eat it <laughs> that's I a nice believe, setup i believe that scientists think that t-rex was more of a scavenger than anything else and also oh, really so that's yeah. a cultural idea then what we what we picture t-rex's arms as doing this like up and down typing motion it was actually the opposite they're set like like chicken wings they went in and out like that like they're clapping that's even better yeah all right tom yeah i love you I know you're an educator, and I know you have a doctorate, but anything that you know about science, take it and throw it directly in the garbage if you're going to talk about this movie. 
Well, the, yeah, no, the yeah, science does not yeah, add up in this movie at all, except no. for the one the one like bizarre, um, you know, foreshadowing of the real life Ocean Gate thing that happened. Um, yeah. Which what which which Ocean Gate? Do you mean the thermocline? Uh, the one, yeah, the one where the rich people died. Yeah, when the, they went down um, the submarine. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. yeah yes. Yes. Yeah. There. There. There's. There's some at least the novel tried to incorporate some of the actual science, and I'll bring you up to speed because I'm certain some people are like, "Wait a second, the Meg fucking died in the first one, both of them." Well, you know, there's somebody who downloaded this. Like, I thought I was going to hear facts about megalodon, right? Some kind right. of asshole. Let me tell you something. Well, th- th- this this Ooh. podcast, yes. Like, let me tell you something. If you shark nerds downloaded this podcast trying to get information about sharks because you were like, oh, the apex predators of the sea, who will eat the seals if we kill all the sharks? Go fuck yourself. From me, Dr. Tom Rizzuto. Fuck these sharks. I don't know why they didn't make the Megs extinct. They know where they live now. Just blow them all up. Why do we need gigantic murder sharks in the ocean? Uh, one, for entertainment. Two, don't insult my audience. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not talking to your audience, Rick. I'm talking to the shark nerds who have no idea what spooky doings is. They just, they just, they just uh, wanted shark facts. They were just, not, they were just not our, not our regular listeners. Yeah, they no. can hang around. Okay, well, um, b- before we get into the present day portion of the film, where uh-huh. everything is next level bonkers, we're gonna go with a little bit of the differences in the novel. At the end, uh, in the first novel, the 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 main megalodon. Uh, is female and pregnant, has three pups. One is mm. one she eats. Uh, another one is killed by dolphins because it's a manageable size. And the third one is captured and put in an aquatic lagoon uh, overseen by Jonas Taylor and his eventual father-in-law, Masao Tanaka. Uh, the lagoon was built for whales originally, but they keep this Meg, who eventually called Angel in captivity in kind of a Sea World style observation, uh, public feeding. And you can tell how well that would end up going in a novel. But yes, in the book, um, Jonas ends up marrying Terry Tanaka. And because of some accidents, they are indebted to a wealthy business owner named Benedict Singer, who does some shady shit. None of that is in this movie. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't recognize any of that yeah. shit. This dumb movie, um, it took the Austin Powers model and was like, let's spend the first movie making this hot chick a uh, really strong female character, empowerment, all that. And then by the beginning of the second movie, she has mysteriously disappeared. Um, uh, dead. <laughs> yes. But they never explained why she died. Never explained how she died. It was just like, oh, remember this bitch? She's dead. And the, my guess would be that actress I think says, that I, I think Terry Tanaka or whatever her name is deserves better. Is what I'm saying. Justice for Justice for Terry Tanaka. Justice for Terry Tanaka. My guess is that the actress that played uh, that was in the previous film got what Roy Scheider actually wanted and uh, didn't want to be in the sequel to this film. <laughs> what Roy Scheider did famously did not want to be in Jaws two. Oh well, <laughs> who would? Um, <laughs> I, I I thought I had just forgotten how she died. I was like, I I just kind of blindly accepted it. <laughs> so I was like, oh and, right, and, and not only not only in the in the crazy world of Meg does this lady die tragically, I suppose, 
Um, but it seems as though uh, her her daughter has aged more years than has taken have taken place, and also was betrothed to her sort of boyfriend. <laughs> like, like I don't think betrothed is the word you're looking for. Oh, that would mean that she's married to her. No, it's, but like yeah, um, we, her uncle her uncle is there. Uh, and where did and, you come from? Well, in the book. Her yeah. uncle dies in the first one right. upon discovering the Meg, and the character DJ in the film is named for that character. No relation whatsoever. Mm. In this movie, her uncle is there. He's alive. And I interpret the relationship that the, the young girl has uh, with Jonas is kind of a Bruce Wayne, Dick Grayson thing. That's, that's his ward, if you will. Wait, and, and Rick, is not... Are they... I'm interested because it's the, the I completely don't know the plot of this movie that I watched, but like, <laughs> is that yes. is it that China is doing some kind of like secret underwater stuff? Yes, um, okay. yes. Well, if that's is. the case, then why are the villains pretty white girls? Like, I like I was just like, when's China getting in the mix? And then the then it's the big reveal in the when they turn it into Saw for for 15 minutes in the middle. The big reveal was that Taylor Swift was the villain. <laughs> All right, there's a lot to here. What? Go ahead, Jennifer. No, I was just saying that's accurate. I kind of that, that is accurate. <laughs> okay, first things first. Is it the, because that American movies cannot actually make a profit without the Chinese market now? So that they so that they didn't so that they made it so that when they sent it to China, they can change the name to another country of their choosing. Uh yes. Uh but first things first. The character the of the young girl is Mei Ying. In later novels, Terry and Jonas have their own children and they get into Meg shenanigans as well. Um, but in this, not so much because as you mentioned, she's dead. Now, as also, I mentioned like, before- 11 year old has lost everybody in her family except for her distant uncle. You know what we should do? Let's put her in, uh, in a barely tested robot suit and bring her to the bottom of the damn ocean. That's safe. <laughs> Nobody wanted that for her. But as I said, there was a global industrialist named Benedict Singer who wanted to explore the trench after taking on the debts of this aquarium and uh, the uh, father-like figure, Masao Tanaka, and basically owning his company, exploring the trench, trying to get these minerals that nobody else in the world could get. But he's not a good person. Um, he has some terroristic ties and um, in getting Terry Tanaka to go down to this uh, sub aquatic facility where her life is threatened and there are other creatures in the trench that they don't know about. Um, and he has kind of an adopted daughter who's hitting on Jonas the entire time and trying to make things difficult for his relationship with Terry uh, and that kind of subplot that is jettisoned. And the young lady uh, in this film seems to be in charge of the whole corporation with the same thing. We're going to get these minerals. We're going to make billions. Fuck the environment. Fuck human life. Let's get Oso from Snowfall to be her muscle, which I love because if you've seen that show, uh, that actor is fucking great in things. Uh, and and I highly recommend it. It's on FX. 
It's about uh, how the CIA brought crack uh, into America. Sergio Perez Mancheta plays Montez in this. And for the duration of this episode, I'm just going to call him Oso, which means bear. So in, in a sense, it's Meg versus Bear in this movie. Cool. <laughs> I seem to have confused both of you. How many books did somebody <laughs> get paid to write about this thing? Last time I checked, there were at least five, and I read them all. And only after the third one has to deal with reality TV, and then it gets really bonkers. Oh, really? Oh, it gets really bonkers after that? <laughs> yes, there may have been some some uh, underwater tunnel things, some generational uh, issues. Because Jonas is pretty old by the time the third one happens. And Mac is supposed to be a Vietnam uh, helicopter pilot who, by the last book, finally like gets a girlfriend and gets her pregnant with some, I'm guessing, really old semen. Can we talk? Well, well, I mean, <laughs> they're We're all really get into semen eventually on this podcast. Well, I mean, they're all really old semen. It that's, always goes back to semen. That's generally what eventually. marine biologists are, are they not? Um, but I digress. What um, what is with the like the little the, the like the aquatic shark, the aquatic like alligator dogs? What? <laughs> That's uh, not what I pictured when I was reading the book, but yes, there are these other faster uh, trench predators. But then they're on land by the end of the stupid movie, and like, and are we just supposed to accept that they can live in both the trench and the land? In, in the novel, that's addressed. Uh, in the movie, no. These what what did you call the, these lizard dogs? Yes, they can be completely amphibious according to the film, um, which is fucking ridiculous but i don't think it cares because and i certainly didn't care when i was watching it anytime i w- watched this film because i know i'm in for a big dumb shark movie and if i yeah. have popcorn and a pepsi i'm happy so also um on the subject of things that don't like things that don't make sense what oh, i may have lost my train of thought here uh, that's okay this movie will do that to you why did they end yeah, up? Yeah, I like. Why did they end up my, in the same, like the same like Thailand um, beach resort? Fun Island. Yeah, we'll get to Fun Island. All right. <laughs> if you if you have the opportunity to go to Fun Island, where did you go? <laughs> oh, where did the squid come from? Where, where where did what come from? The squid or whatever come from. Mm-hmm. Uh, my guess would be twenty thousand leagues under the sea. <laughs> but like, it, it, I feel like in the movie it's never addressed. It's like, oh, now there's gigantic tentacles. Whoops! Like, what? What? When? When they broke through the thermocline, other things got out. But yes, um, you, if you're at all sciency, something that can survive the pressure of the Mariana Trench should not be able to survive the shallow water or land you're right but let, let's let's get back to the idea of of the film for a bit and then and then jonas gets like depressurizes his own body by blowing his nose really hard what the hell was that <laughs> that's gonna get some like 13 year old scuba diver killed 
<laughs> yes, there's there's a lot of bonkers uh, notions of this as uh, they head down into the trench and they find that Mei Ying has stowed aboard and they got their their whole crew there and Montez. Oh yeah, that was an accident that Mei Ying stole the board. They had a they had a eleven year old size robot exosuit. Yes, which yeah. is not not in the the, the novel at all. Also, let's it's talk about how ridiculous. bad the actors are in this movie. This <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Before before we get into that, there's like middle school musical level acting in this movie. <laughs> they they got your the second female lead from the from the Syosid production of Once Upon a Mattress. One, uh, I haven't seen a lot of middle school musicals. Two, that just sounds dirty. Um, Anyway, (laughs) so they get down there. Both of their submersibles are wrecked. Their way to survive is to put on these exosuits, which seem to give them Avengers-level strength, to walk along the floor of the Marianas Trench. And even watching this in theater, I'm like, there's no fucking way. This is a green screen prison and 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 uh, visual effects artists really need to unionize and get paid. <laughs> but at least they address that if if there's the slightest crack in your uh, suit, submersible, whatever, the pressure will cause your head to implode. So at least I appreciated that. What did you guys think about just just this well, light I, I mean, brushing up against science, facts, and reality? It is like that was like uh well, okay. So once again though, like the death scenes in this movie are tantamount to my death scenes in spooky doings. <laughs> like it's just someone going, ah the dead. <laughs> yeah. And you do it for free, and I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then it's and then there's so like uh, this is something that has bothered me about horror slash action movies for my entire life is just the lack of human emotion. Just like my boyfriend's dead, we got to keep moving. Okay. <laughs> like if like if Jennifer was eaten by a sea rat, I would really need some time. I would need a second <laughs> before we like continued throughout our oceanic adventure. And that's why you are cute and loving people. Jennifer, how, how would you feel if, if Tom were written eaten by a, a, an, an underwater lizard dog? Jen would try to like um, take it as a pet. Uh, I didn't ask you, Tom. Yeah, why are you talking over me? Um, well, I, I would probably just try to dive in after him and just be like, well, there's nothing left of my life. So I just like, that's always been my my protocol. If something if something happens to him, it's like, oh, I'll just go and just jump right in the grave with you and just be like, that's it. My life's over. So that's probably wow. what I do. Or I would try to I would try to keep it as a pet. And then hopefully like Tom's soul would be reincarnated somehow in this in the animal and then I could live on with him that way. That would um, be my my one of two choices. I say this with all respect and love. Um, you are way too young to be a coffin jumper uh, at this stage. Too of young life. to be. A, I have an old soul. I have okay. an old soul. That's why. All right. Because <laughs> I've seen the equivalent of that among the elderly. It's like, God damn. <laughs> um, I know. It's, it's real morbid and dark. And, 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 and in, my, my opinion, in my opinion, no, it's it's more like old country 
shit. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. you as a, a, a younger lady of America could be like, eh, I'll, I'll mourn. But then, you know, who knows? But maybe I'm the sick one. Fair here. enough. <laughs> We're all sick, aren't we? In our own peculiar way, but at least we have fun with it. Speaking of fun, <laughs> you compared uh, these characters going through the underwater facility as a saw trap. Um, yeah, no, the, the movie became saw. Like you had, you had, um, you had Taylor Swift got on the i the i the uh, the FaceTime iPhone, and <laughs> he was like, and she was like, kill each other for me, and that nobody addresses that <laughs> as like oh the escape pods will keep being released until you until you spear the, jonas the escape pods that look like the yellow barrels from jaws in case anybody noticed <laughs> i did not I, um <laughs> we didn't tie those together but yeah, no, it was it was it was Taylor Swift. She was working for Parker Posey on the land somewhere. And oh yeah, that was my favorite character. <laughs> Neither Taylor Swift nor Parker Posey are actually in this movie for anyone listening and getting confused. I know I know Taylor Swift fans are very passionate people, and I encourage Yeah, they that. may come after you. No, Taylor I, Swift well, fans are kind of like Scientology people on the, you know, they like true. they'll target you and come after you. Yeah. So you better no, be careful I, what you say. About I, I believe. Bring it on, Swifties. I feel like it, it with my with my yellow belt in kickboxing. I feel like I could take on at least fifty Taylor Swift fans. I, on the other hand, think at these, once. At once, yeah, whatever. I when think I, these young people could make America better because they are very well organized, and um, I'm like, that's I, true. There, there's a there's a power in numbers with them. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that. But for anybody who's listening to this that hasn't seen this film, I don't want them going into it thinking that they get to see Taylor Swift at, Taylor or Parker Posey. You know, they, they get they Hold get Jason time. Statham and Oso is what they get. Right. Yeah. Don't want any false advertising. But yes, your 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 point about blowing the oxygen filling your lungs with oxygen so you can survive the pressures of the Marianas trance. I, I laughed in the theater when I saw that. I'm like, no, that, that I don't think that's how the body works. I'm not a scientist by any stretch of the imagination. And no, we saw a lady implode not 15 minutes before in the movie. Mm -hmm. And am I led to believe that if she had just um what what did they say? He's he's got to blow the air out of his sinuses. She would have survived the pressure. That doesn't make sense. But one thing a, a little bit before that and in and around that that it does have in common with the novel is that Angel, the Meg, escapes captivity. Uh, even though we, we show it earlier in the movie that she's being trained somewhat to not... Yes, later on, he, uh, he controls her with one of the, the beepers from a car alarm. Yeah. A, 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 a clicky fob, if you will. Yeah. Um, the reason why she escapes, because in the novel, she's pounding her head against the door. And there's a lot of great sharp white sharks surrounding that door. They're brought by her pheromones. Angel, that's not what the shark is called in this movie, is haunt as fuck. Eventually, she escapes. She makes it back into the trench. She finds a male suitor. In this one, she finds two. And you get to read 
in great detail about shark fuckery. You know that you know that um, no scientist has ever seen two great white sharks have sex, nor have they ever seen the body of a great white shark that has died of natural causes. Right, because you know they they tend to just sink to the bottom and get eaten. Um, but in this, there are descriptions about how male sharks have two dicks. So so Angel wanted to ride those two there's a lot of shark dick in there, and gets filled <laughs> to the brim with shark wow. semen. Um, so megalodon. Yeah, how how do you feel about that information that I just put in your head, Rick? You you. I'm sorry, Rick. I have to I have to restate what I just said. Megalodon, if you will. (laughs) (laughs) That that's the porn parody of the Meg. Yeah, that's it. Knowing now that 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 Megs and Great Whites have two dicks. Oh. What's going through your mind with this bit of information now? I mean, sharks are dumb. I hate sharks. I think that if they killed every shark in the planet, I would not mind. Like, like I, I can't, I, I don't understand what the, uh, this has been my beef with the marine biology community for my entire life. It's just like, we have to save sharks. No, we don't. What like like something else will take care of the seals? Like that's the only that's the only thing. Like great if every great white shark on the world in the world died, what we would have an excess of seal? Like I can't I can't you know. And then like somebody even tried to break this down for me. Like no, you don't understand because after the great white sharks, then there's too many seals, and then the seals eat the fish. Fine. All right. Like let's just, we'll just kill seals the way we kill deer. There's no wolves around. Everybody goes out, kills deer. Everybody's fine. We'll do the same thing with the seals. Spoken like a man upset that he doesn't have two penises. Jennifer, what do you think? Uh, I think that this makes a good, I mean, I think this makes a good plot for the third Meg, which is like all the Megs are gone, all the sharks are gone, and now we have seals. So whatever whatever prehistoric version of seal was <laughs> dangerous and terrifying, that's the next Meg, except it's not Meg, it's whatever the seals were. And yeah, then we and then can get, get Jason Statham back and everybody's happy. <laughs> so you're saying you don't want the his children end up uh, he gets hired by a reality TV show. His daughter comes along because um, you need a, a young uh, lady in a bikini uh, among other young ladies in bikinis and that kind of thing. You don't want that. You want the prehistoric version of Sea Puppy. I want the prehistoric version of Sea Puppy, and uh, yeah, I have faith in the I have faith in the American moviegoers that they'll appreciate that more than they will, you know, a little a big fucking shark. Is Jonas White a fucking shark? Um, that's how I always pictured him as a uh, submersible pilot become a marine biologist. Uh, that that's how I've always envisioned him. Um, I don't remember if he's been de- described as Caucasian, let's say he is. Well, because it just seems like everybody else in the book, I mean, it seems like this is a very Asian American story. So, you know, they they bring in a white guy to be the action star. That seems messed up. I'm calling out the Meg for racism. Um, the, the, the film is much more diverse uh, than the book, in my opinion. <laughs> that, well, oh, is the, well, yeah, well, they have, well, no, I, I can't even back that up. They, they, uh, I, I just like calling out things. You know, the, the, the fact of the matter is, this was a, 
this was this was uh, this was sharks on a plane you know this is this, this that's the next movie sharks on a yeah. plane I like I, I, I honestly i want to write these i want to i want to take these like i want an element like sharks on a plane like some like somebody's trying to transport a megalodon it comes alive and eats everybody in the plane that's the next movie or that's yeah. the movie after that I think you need to read the novels because and not on a plane, but yes, in the first one, there is some transportation of Meg. And I think in Oh, there's transportations. Okay. And, and I think in the last one there is some there because there's extra Megs, because as we established, Angel full of, of Meg spunk and eventually gives birth and her offspring uh play into things. Mm, mm, mm. So how many books are there? Uh, I think there were five. Five. Okay, so we more. have things to look forward to yes. in the Meg universe. Speaking, speaking of, of things to look point. forward to, how did you feel about DJ becoming uh, a badass and referencing it quite literally? That after the first minute, he couldn't swim, but he learned to swim. He learned to fight. He got a big ass gun. He made poison tipped bullets, just like in Jaws too. I think that that was cool. I mean, I I, I think that. That actually, the fact that they did reference it, I I did appreciate that that actually like gave credence to the fact that a marine biologist would be that much of a badass. Because, um, like, whenever I see that there was a lot of like trained mercenaries getting beaten up by you know skinny marine biology guys, and that always that always strikes me as like how good are these mercenaries? But the fact that DJ, you know, he bought a gun, he put in the work. I mean that's that's good. Jennifer, what did you think about DJ's transformation? Um, you know, I appreciate a good transformation. I don't know how uh, how much I, I hesitate to say. I don't know how much of it's believable because nothing is believable about any of this. Like, this it's that is like correct. So, there is absolutely nothing about any plot point or act or, or anything that makes any sort of sense so i in in some fashion i'm like yeah it fits in with the rest of with the rest of the the story and fits in with the rest of the plot so i don't know i appreciate it I like a good comeback i like a good transformation you know i think the I only thing it. that we can all agree about this movie in regards to believability is that water is wet i think that's, that's and That's you know the what? And they, they'd probably, yeah, in in Meg twenty four, they'll try to claim that it's not. So yeah. actually, Rick, I, uh, I don't know if we can agree on that because when Jonas got back into the capsule, he was pretty dry, even though he had just swam through the Marianas Trench. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. So maybe maybe that's not even that's not we can't even take that as any type of accuracy. And I will say, Who's Jonas has one of. Jonas has one of the finest lines in the history of shark movies is when he throws some guy into a shark's mouth. He goes, see a chum. Pun <laughs> based on chum, the uh, the fish viscera that they use to attract sharks and chum, sarcastic word for friend. And I thought that that was, that was cool. V very true. This was directed by Ben Wheatley, who did other great films like uh, Free Fire, which is a lot of fun. Uh, another big, dumb action movie but very very entertaining as well also did an episode of doctor who and uh, many other things oh. that i've not heard of 
but <laughs> I, I still oh. dig it. Good job, Ben Wheatley. <laughs> Glad you're working. <laughs> Which might, now, now brings us to, uh, you know, they, they've escaped. Uh, the Meg has eaten um, uh, the the Taylor Swift character as as Tom. Why she's still hungry? Calls her. That is uh, similar to uh, in the novel. The Meg crashes through an observation pod in the uh, aquarium that some teenagers have broken into. Uh, so that's as close as that gets. And then you know our our protagonists uh, make their way to Fun Island. We see Pippin, the dog from the first film, uh, yes. and, and and their owners. Uh, Pippin now is 150 years old in dog years because they the, this movie makes no adjustments for time. Like this, when when did the first Meg come out? <laughs> the first film uh, came out uh, in 2018. Okay, so they aged the little girl at least 13 years in that time. I don't know how much about... Well, what's the timeline of the... Yeah, what's the timeline of the movie or the timeline of between the two? I mean, unless they never state what the year is in the first movie, and we can assume it's whenever, because they do put the year of death for... um, for uh, What's her name? Tanaka. They mm-hmm. put her year of death as 2021. So... Um, so that the, the, the year of death for her is stated in time. Um, but I, when I watched the Meg one, I distinctly remember that little girl being like three or four years old and, um, she is now like 16, 17 years old. I don't know how kids work. I avoid them, uh, as much as <laughs> possible because, you know, they're, they're gross and then they get weird and then they get older and they don't use their turn signals so the less I'm around them the better <laughs> and I just mean people <laughs> but yeah yeah kid that's the problem with children is they grow into people yeah yeah <laughs> uh, I, I think it's uh Eliza Schlesinger had this joke everyone's like oh we're having a baby we're having a baby no one ever says we're eventually having just what will be just another guy named Dave that's funny right or or a mass murderer or you know some horrible person that you've released onto the world because you can't raise them right it's this is actually so funny so i this is off topic from sharks but i saw let's go i saw this announcement this like pregnancy announcement that this woman gave to her mother and they were like filming it because it was like you know they do that kind of stuff and the grandmother went she went um another one like so <laughs> upset and and then the the those like yeah are you happy she's like you can't handle the two you already have it's like oh then that that tells you something it's like grandma is raising these kids and she don't want to have to raise another one i appreciate anyway that level of honesty when of it honesty. comes me too to things <laughs> because and i'm sure you've seen memes to this effect but much like, you know, Angel, our shark, when you say basically, yeah, we're trying to have a baby, that's socially acceptable. But you can't just say, yeah, filling her with jizz all the time. <laughs> that that offends me. It, you're, it's the same act. 
understand like why why do people tell other people and why do they big do those big announcements and why it's so good because now i'm thinking about your like insides i'm thinking about like you know your body parts and and what you had to do to have that child and it's like i want to think in those terms around about you you're my friend you're my whatever you know what I mean? it's like a very intimate thing that people like to make not so intimate maybe anyway that's my rant about sharks maybe they want you to know jennifer <laughs> Maybe, Maybe they so. really want you to think about it hard. Maybe so. Maybe so. The movie ends with us once again establishing that Megs are super easy to kill. <laughs> we, 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 That's hold true. On to that. Hold on to that. We haven't gotten to there yet. I, th I think Tom's ready to, to jazz in this conversation, but I'm not going to let you go. We get to Fun Island where these, these, these paramilitary enforcer, corporate enforcers have shown up. The, the character that you call Parker Posey is there. Things are running amok. There's no cell phones. The aquatic lizard dogs have made it to the island. Yes, there is a giant fucking kraken as well. And three negs. Uh, Post-coital three negs that need to be taken out with explosive harpoons from a jet ski. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So what do you think of that bedlam and full on uh, deterioration into dumb action film? That was a battle royale because there was nobody like the Megs did not know what side they were on. They were eating everybody. They were on the Meg side. They, the the I still don't really quite understand the mercenaries because like, what are they mercenarying like? um it there it seems like they are they are being told to defend the rights to mine minerals like i'm really yes. not quite sure why why we need so many armed men for this and why they're so bad at being mercenaries that they keep getting beaten up and why are these robot dogs uh, not robot dogs why are these lizard dogs impervious to machine gun bullets like they were shooting they were shooting 10,000 rounds of bullets at three robot do uh, three uh, lizard dogs and the lizard dogs are still eating them also, we just accept that the lizard dogs are on land. Nobody's put off by this on their vacation. Nobody's like, hey, look at that crazy lizard dog. And who are these Now, you know, I would be trying to take one. <laughs> I would be trying people? to take one. Wait, 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 wait. Why would you be trying to take one of the lizard dogs? Because I would. I would be trying to take one. I would absolutely be trying to take one. As a pet? And make it my pet. Yes, absolutely. 100%. What would you name your... Uh, hypothetical lizard dog. Sweet boy. <laughs> Is this a Florida thing? Also, we were not in Absolutely. the middle. We were, we, to take it back to the Marianas Trench, we did not see one anglerfish. That's the one thing for a fact we know lives down there. And they, The anglerfish being one of those ones with like the light up appendage, yeah. the luminescent appendage. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, no. Fun Island seems like it sucks. Uh, I'm sure it's fun when there aren't a bunch of uh, prehistoric there. creatures and mercenaries acting that a fool. Where they keep, that seems to be where they keep going. And then the the last Meg, the biggest Meg, dies by biting on a biting on a lamppost or something. <laughs> well, no, one gets harpooned. Yeah. Uh, Again, super easy to kill these gigantic dinosaur sharks. Angel ends up eating the kraken. I don't remember how the second one got taken out. Uh, well, I believe, well, one of them survives to go hunt dolphins. <laughs> yes, you know, you're right, yes. 
the propeller yeah. of of Max downed helicopter, uh, which yeah. happens a lot in the book as well. A lot of helicopters crashing into the ocean um, is used by by Jason Statham, who is now superhuman, that he can slap part of a helicopter propeller into the water to attract uh, a Meg. Uh, which is similar to Chief Brody slapping the oar against the power line in Jaws 2. Um, and I also want to say uh, the shot in this movie where, like, that's inside the Meg's mouth as humans are going into it, reminiscent of Jaws 3. So I appreciate that as well. But yes, then he just kind of props it up and, and the shark, it goes through its head. And I'm like, that? No. <laughs> And then at the end, it's like um, it, it, it's it's like the the reverse murderous method of raising the flag at Iwo Jima into a well, megalodon's mouth. They're on the beach drinking after that, and then it and then you know what's her name comes back. I'm like, am I still grounded? Yeah, you are. <laughs> Cheers. Your friends just died. <laughs> <laughs> but you're on Fun Island. Maybe they got swept up in the fun. Like, your friends just died. You were betrayed by one of your other friends, and then she died. Uh, you just killed people. <laughs> like, what? Like, there's no. Uh, this guy has a gun that nobody's acknowledging. There's, <laughs> there's, there's bug out bag. Yes. Um, and then and like, don't you think the authorities are going to want to talk to you? Like everybody. There's, no, like, there's no, there's no authority on Fun Island. That's what makes it fun. <laughs> I mean, at least at the very least, you have to clean up all these dead bodies. Like, there's going to be some lawsuits. One guy got you push you push them into the sea, you hose down the deck, the fun resumes. Or you find somebody for whom cleaning up dead bodies is fun. Yeah. Then it's Fun Island for everybody. Anything goes on Fun Island. You should see Fun Island after dark. So many dicks. <laughs> so many pregnancy announces being met by. Apathetic, uh, if not out downright hostile grandmas who don't want to hear <laughs> disapproving, disapproving grandparents about and shit. In a, in a nod to Deep Blue Sea, the credits play to a rap about sharks. Um, but actually, but first, um, a Ting Ting's cover in what I assume is Mandarin Chinese. <laughs> Let's assume correctly. Yes, I yeah. did have the subtitles on. There was a lot of Mandarin. And uh, it seemed as though all of the words had a Mandarin counterpart, except for the name Stacy. Stacy was said as though it was American, which I thought was funny. I feel like Stacy is American. <laughs> but what's well, English? But um, so did they, you enjoy these films? Did I enjoy, do I enjoy the did, Meg films? Yes. Did you enjoy this? Yes. So I mean, in the sense that I in 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 the same way that I enjoy anything. I mean, it's it, there. They are. You know, they're sharks on a plane. They're fine. You know, but the it's like, would I ever watch them again under my own volition? No. Like, would I ever, would I, would I have chosen to turn on the Meg if not, you know, for this podcast? No, I would not. And I appreciate that. Thank you very yeah. much. I mean, it's, it's, it's as dumb as action movies ever were. You know, I thought Jaws was dumb. I thought, I thought that, that, uh, you know what my I mean my my classic issue with Jaws is that there's not enough shark, and at least Meg delivers on there being sharks. I I gotta say I didn't I this should have had more Meg too much too many human in yeah, my opinion too many humans I think Meg. I think they could have uh, pushed the boundaries with a an erotic 
uh, Megalodon Menage a Trois. Uh, but, you know, again, uh, when you have non-unionized visual effect workers, that's a problem. Did you enjoy this movie, Jennifer? I mean, enjoy is strong. <laughs> enjoy, enjoy is a strong word. Um, uh, you know, it's it was fine. It 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 it, it lived up to my expectations. I'll there say that know. it lived up to my expectations. Um, I don't. I can see. I can see why people enjoy enjoy it, and and you know it's visually stimulating would would you recommend it to people in your life depends on the person i would say and depends on what they're going for i get very specific with my recommendations so if it's like if you're looking for something mindless that's flashy and and kind of silly and doesn't really pay attention to science or reality then yes if you want a deeper cut of something it's a little bit more you know, realistic. But, no, I think it depends on the person. But it has, you know, sweet boy lizard dogs. It does have sweet boy lizards. And I mean, that's reason enough for me to watch it. There you go. Would you recommend this movie to people in your lifetime? No, I mean, in reality, I don't really like movies very much. I find them too long. This movie was also weirdly long. Like, like, there was no yeah. What, I want an action movie to be like an hour and a half. Like, a good the, tight 90. Yeah. Yeah. Like um it's yeah, it's fine. It, I don't know. It's like if I if I really knew somebody like I mean I I mean I I think I try to start this this fight with horror fans. I don't know if this is, is considered a horror movie, but like I try to start this fight with horror fans every time I'm on this show is that I don't know why you horror fans don't demand better movies. Why why will you guys like why will a horror person like watch a trailer for an obviously bad movie be like oh sweet chainsaws and then and then go watch that, that movie i don't like there's good horror movies but so many of them are just bad and i think this is an example of of one that is all right it's not a horror movie though i guess it's more an action movie this one certainly to some people uh what some would consider trash is their equivalent their their macabre equivalent to Citizen Kane or The Godfather, it's it's subjective. Um, more movies that were too long, like <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. But we're gonna try something different in the future with the two of you. I spoke to you guys about this at the uh, last Boogie Doing show at Young Ethel's. We're gonna change it up uh, of not being so much. Uh, reluctant shark correspondence because Tom frequently mentions how he is Paisan. Yeah, and I suggested let's get you guys to watch some Italian horror films uh, down the road a bit. Ooh, yeah, come back on. Do I frequently about, mention that I'm Italian, yeah. or do the people around me just be like, "Ooh, what's that? Pepperoni? Let's get Tom's thoughts on it." Like, <laughs> you're you're a Tom. Don't even start. You're a walking Italian flag. Give me a break. You don't have to say that you're Italian. It's like you get, a, you, 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 like every pore of your body screams Italian. Nobody has to, nobody has to get, but that's great. I'll, 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 I'll go you one further, uh, Jennifer. When, and whenever Tom yeah. tells a story as part of Spooky Doings, which is always wonderful, uh, 
uh, he does frequently ask, "Are there any other Italians in the house?" Well, yeah, that's true. Don't, you don't, you yeah, say it. people don't understand because I need to. I need to know if I need to like adjust my experience for the comfort of conventional whites. <laughs> so, with that in mind, as I asked you previously, uh, I would like to, sometime in the new year, ask you to watch. Uh, an Italian horror movie, come back on the show and give us your thoughts on what that experience is like. Yeah, I'll do that. I, I'd be interested in, in seeing that. And Jennifer, how do you feel about I do it. this? Okay. Uh, I'm all about it. You're What's all about it. That director's name? I'm What's, all about it. That everybody likes the Italian horror director from the 50s. There, there, there's a few. Um, one of my favorites is a guy named Dario Argento. Yeah, that's the is is he related to the the girl that uh, Anthony Bourdain dated? Azia Argento, that's her papa. Oh, really? Okay. Yes, yes. So the movie that I would like the two of you to watch because it's it's very colorful. The music is fantastic, uh, and 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 it's a beautiful weirdo uh, film that I had to watch. Uh, five times. Loved it each time, but only on the last, on the fifth viewing that I realized, hey, this movie's about witches. It's called Suspiria. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we, you, you heard it here. They'll be back again to talk about Suspiria sometime in 2024. And I thank you both, and I love you. Where can the people find you if they want to find you? Uh, well, I guess I'll be in my local deli with a tiny espresso cup um, <laughs> keys and yelling at things or whatever people think I do. <laughs> Jen, where will you be? Um, I'll be, you know, what do conventional whites do? Um, <laughs> you'll you'll, be, you'll the, be with your sweet boy lizard dogs. Eat white bread. Yeah, I'll be with my sweet boy, my, my lizard dog sweet boys and uh, hanging out with Tom. And you can uh, follow me at Jen Anderson ten sixteen on social stuff. And there you go. There's where I'll be. Cool. You can check out Spooky Doings Improv on Facebook for information about uh, shows coming up next year. Uh, Spooky Doings on Instagram. I'm at Rick Guzman seven one eight on the Tweety. And we have fun. And I love you both. And I thank you both uh, for taking time out of your Sunday to talk to me about big shark dick nonsense. Arrivederci. I love you so fucking much. You don't even know. So to everybody else in the meantime and in between times, stay good, stay healthy, and stay spooky. Bye.